So, um, what's your, uh, when's your birthday? February 23rd. February 23rd. So that would make you, uh, Pisces. Pisces. Okay. So, all right. So this is how we can start, right? <laughs> so just give me one thing. I don't know if you're like really into astrology or not, or a little bit, I'm but not. like, okay. So <laughs> just give me one thing that you've heard about, like, a, um, just anything astrology related, just one thing. Like it could be just about a sign in particular, or just your sign so my sign i've always heard were dreamers um dreamers and i don't know i think creatives i want to say dreamers and creatives and i've always kind of resonated with that right yeah that that sounds about right i don't know too many pisces uh, <laughs> i know maybe like two and yeah. i feel like they both kind of yeah. identify with that so yeah i would I, say i'm a dreamer definitely yeah as far as like, like, like dream, like you, like have aspiration. Like yes, passions. Okay. I would say passions. I have a lot of passions. Like photography is one. Um, skincare and uh, creating, like you know, body care and stuff would be another. Fitness. Um, what else? Do I like, I love doing so many things. Um, I don't know if you know what crocheting is. Uh, it's not knitting, but it's like with the one. Crochet. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I recently got into that too. I made like shirts for me and my girls for vacation. Right. Um, so oh, I, I like learning. Right. I love learning. I like to know that if I want to do something, I can do it. If I really want to learn it and I really want to know how to do it, I can. Right. You know? So you like you like just knowing skills and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Just having a bunch of different skills and you could just yeah. You'd be like a Swiss Army knife. Like, <laughs> like when people yeah. need something, you'd be like, oh, I know how to do that. Yeah. Oh, I know how to Jack do of that. all trades. Right. Okay. All right. All right. That's good. Hidden Gems Podcast. Um, I'm here with uh, an old friend, you know. Uh, haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, it's been years, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you're doing a lot of cool little stuff. So, you know, I had to talk to you and just, you know, pick your brain a little bit. So, yeah, Kona, how's it going? Um, it's going good. Yeah? Um, it's definitely going good. I've been enjoying, I've been learning um, about myself, about other people. You know, I can't complain. Right. You just got back from vacation, too. Yes. So, um, how was that? Uh, it was good. Um, I think I learned a lot just about myself. I had a lot of fun. I mean, it was definitely a lot of fun. We did excursions, we met people, we had good food, good vibes, good music. Um, but I learned a lot about myself as far as like what vacation means to me um, and how I would want to do it better. I know that sounds weird, um, but like for me vacation now as opposed to what I would think it was before, now I think vacation is more so like disconnecting, detaching, but also like creating awareness um, and connecting. Um, I think connecting with the people that you're on vacation with, but also connecting with the people, you know, in that country that you're in rather than just solely about like having fun. Right. You know? Okay. So, so in your opinion, like if, if you could have it your way, how mm -hmm. many vacations do you think 
you would want to take a year? Or how many vacations do you think an average person should take a year? Like going out of the country or just like in general taking breaks? Well, is there a difference to you? Is there a difference yeah. between in and out? Yeah. Okay. So. Vacation, well, like traveling, I would say, I, I personally, if I could, I would do it three times a year, four if I could. Yeah. That sounds about right. I just, yeah, I want to get to that. I want to get to the point where I could take a vacation like whatever you want, almost every month. Honestly, <laughs> right? Yeah, definitely see the world. That'd be nice. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah. So, life's been good. Vacationing, you know. Um, what else have you been up to as of recently? So I just graduated um, with my master's in social work. <laughs> um, Congratulations. So right now I'm waiting to take my licensing exam so that I can legally practice um, and apply for the jobs that I want to apply for because... Pra practice what? What did you... I social be, work. Okay, yes, so, social work. But what do you want to do? I want to be a therapist. Oh, so okay. a clinician. Um, I was doing that already at my internship and I was seeing about like eight to nine patients um, weekly. So like actually, no, twice a week twice a week and I had I broke them up and it was amazing because when I started the internship um, I didn't know that I was gonna see patients I thought I was just gonna shadow I was gonna learn I thought they were gonna make me do desk work to mm -hmm. be honest with you um, and then the boss came in one day and she goes Kona you have your first patient on Thursday and I looked at her and this was like the second week and I looked at her and I was like excuse me like I'm not equipped. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, right. I don't know how to sit down with someone and fix them. Um, but then I realized it isn't about fixing people. It's just about listening to them and creating awareness, asking questions and um, creating awareness for them in their life rather than opposed to, oh, you have this problem, let me fix you. Like, that's not what it should be about. Right. And once I learned that, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I want to do this. This is what I want to do. Um, so once I get my license, my license, um, I have jobs that I want to apply for. So I'm hoping that it works out. I think I know that it will work out. But, you know, now it's just a waiting game. All right. No, that's that's very interesting, actually. You know, it's crazy. I just started therapy, like, <gasps> I nice. want to say, like, maybe two weeks ago. Yeah, um, and like you said, um, I used to think before that, uh, before I even entertained the idea of therapy, mm -hmm. I used to think that it was literally like, I'm going to talk to somebody and they're going to fix my problems. They're going to tell you exactly what to do. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, actually being more aware of what, how therapy works, it's not that at all, yeah. obviously, but um, I've only had like maybe two sessions so far, but yes. I'm, I, I think I'm enjoying it. I think it's... Yeah. I think it's beneficial for everybody, like, and Definitely. I think there's, like, a misconception, too, that people, like, think yeah, you need to have some, like, you need to have some trauma or something mm -hmm. to take therapy, right. and I, that's not the case, because I don't think I have, like, real internal trauma right. or anything, but I just think it's good for your mental, like, space, Definitely. and just, you know, everybody needs to participate yeah. in that, for sure. I agree. Yeah, it's definitely good for your mind, body, spirit. Um, and it's, like I said, it's literally just about awareness, you know, creating that awareness in your life and talking to someone 
that is unbiased, who doesn't really know you and is not involved in your day-to-day and doesn't see you on social media or whatever the case, like, you get a very genuine interaction. Right. So, um, would you, so being, uh, I guess, uh, what would I even call you right now? Like a a therapist (laughs) in training or a pre-therapist or a a pseudo-therapist? I forget the term. Pre-licensed. Pre-licensed. Pre-licensed clinician therapist. Okay. So, would you be able to, uh, let's get a little reflective. (laughs) Would you be able to identify or can have you identified issues that you have within yourself that you feel like you need to work on? For sure. Um, like issues as in what? Like Just in general, just anything that you feel like um, that you feel like would uh, kind of maybe hinders you from doing certain things or just, you know, sure. personality wise. Um because I think that's a bit important part too. Is like you need to definitely like be yeah. real with yourself. Like you can't go into sure. therapy and like lie to yourself. You also can't lie to your therapist either. You have to tell them everything because then they yeah. can't really help you the right yeah. way. I think that's a good point because you should practice what you preach. So if you're helping people, how are you kind of helping yourself or doing that? You know, because then if you're telling another person to work on themselves and you're not doing it yourself, it's hypocritical. So that is a really good question. Right. Um, so um, I've been working on patience, um, which has been going well, um, and just boldness, even just being on here, like like coming on a podcast and talking to you. And, you know, um, it's not something I would have done like three, four years ago. Right. Um, so I think just having that boldness, just being myself and knowing that I do have something to offer. Um, My voice does matter. And, you know, just creating, just stepping out, you know, stepping out, whether it's, you know, uh, coming on here, talking to you or talking to a stranger or complimenting a stranger. um, That's definitely something that I've been working on that I realized hindered me a lot because of fear. Um, Fear of being judged, fear of people thinking, oh, she's really weird, like, why does she do that? Or, um, you know, fear of what I have to say is not important, you know? And I think that also comes from, or stems from self-worth, you know, not feeling like I matter or, you know, whatever the case may be, or not seen. I think one of the trends um, in society is not feeling seen. So when when you don't feel seen, you know, you can either go down a really bad spiral or you can say, hey, you know what? You can learn about yourself. You can create awareness um, and figure out how to love yourself better. Yeah, definitely. Like there's a I feel like a lot of people um, what holds us back is that we are worried about what people think of us. I feel right. like that holds a lot of things back that you could like really I feel like we could all really excel if we just stop caring what people thought Mm -hmm. just do what you want to do I feel like that's society as a whole and you know it's just um it's it's really tough for people to get over that I feel like social media has a big part to do with that like the last podcast I kind of talked about that 
detract yeah. from social media and just like the perception of social media like how like it's basically like we t- we talked about um how like on social media like people view it as like it, it, it lowers your self-esteem because you see people your peers or right. people that you know and they're doing this and they're doing that and you feel like um you feel like in like insufficient or why aren't I doing that why why can't I do this but right. like really people are just showing you what they want you to see it's right. not really like the whole spectrum of their life right and you wouldn't want to like trade places with people because you don't know right. what they're going through really like the grass isn't always greener on the other oh. side type of thing yeah so it's like people like Instagram for example people are showing you the best side of themselves mm-hmm. they're not showing you People don't show you when something bad happens. They don't put it on Instagram, like, you know. Yeah. So I just feel like, yeah, we all need to, it's, it's easier said than done, but people need yeah. to really get over that, like, mental block. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think me personally, and I was doing, started doing this maybe, like, a year or two ago, where I would take breaks. I would, I would completely get off. Um, I would take two months or I would take three or four months, and I would just completely get off. Um, and even just, I'm glad you brought that up because even just yesterday, I've been so caught up in photography and posting and doing this and doing that and editing and stuff. And I'm like, all right, let me put this content out. And I had to take a break. And I was like, wait, why do I feel so exhausted and drained right now? Like, why am I on the app posting and like responding and doing this and like watching this, watching that. And I'm like comparing at that point too, um, and seeing feedback. And I'm like, wait, this is not my identity, you know, I am, I have to enjoy this, so what can I do in order to enjoy it? I gotta disconnect. So like, I deleted the app for like 24 hours or even a bit more, because um, I realized I can't, I don't know if I, at this point, if I can take obviously three months off and not respond, especially with having like my photography and my business, but I was like, you know what, I still have to implement taking breaks and disconnecting and asking myself, what is going on? What's happening right now in your body, in your mind? Like, are you exhausted? You know, asking questions. Because um, you start to compare. You start to be like, oh, wait, this person's life looks really good. Like, why doesn't my life look like that? You know, this person seems like he's going on vacation for like four times a year. Right. Like, you know, like, how do I get that life? But you don't know on the flip side what that person is actually going through mentally. You know, it looks good on paper. Right. But you don't actually know what's going on with them. Yeah. And like, I used to do that a lot. Like when I first graduated high school, mm-hmm. like coming out of high school and just looking at, you know, obviously your high school peers. I feel yeah. like that's when it hits you like a lot, like just everything that everybody is doing. But over time... Well, I don't know, for me, over time, I just sort of, like, got to the point where now I really don't care about, because, yeah. you know, you realize that everybody's path isn't the same, you know, we, That's a good point. we're not all, des- what's, like, you know, people always have these, like, miles, or these, like, marks that you're supposed to hit as a person, like, you're supposed to graduate high school, yeah. and then four years, graduate college, and then another four years, I don't know, have your career, and then, oh, yeah. And that's not necessarily everybody's path in life. Right. You know, we can all get to those points, but like it doesn't necessarily meet at the same time. It doesn't align at right. the same time for everybody. 
and right. that's okay. Like, you know, I feel yeah. like a lot of people don't feel like that that's okay. Like, you know. Yeah. I so. agree. But um let me ask you this. So do you, <laughs> you we're gonna step off of course for a second, but like do you think um do you ever think there would be do you think we're going to uh get hit with like an apocalypse? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like um, do you think a, an apocalyptic type scenario would be in I'm saying in our lifetime. Yeah. I feel like it's going to happen eventually, whether okay. years from now or whatever, but do you think in our lifetime mm. could we come close to like an apocalyptic type of scenario? No. I will say no. Um, I don't think that even really crossed my mind. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say no, just because um, I have faith that people will get it together. Like, I feel like um, even just sitting with you and just realizing, yes, there's so much going on in the world right now. Um, there's hate, but there's love. Um, there's rude people, there's nasty people, but there's people that will surprise you, you know? Um, I think there is a balance, but I also think it's based on perspective. Um, there's a lot of hate and violence because people don't feel seen or people are in pain. So I think it's really just about how you view it. And if we can adopt a different perspective of not taking it personal, I think the world would really start to really shift. Right. You know, taking a, a compassionate approach, um, a loving approach. Um, so I, I, I don't... People are, people are taking pictures, like, <laughs> right in front of us, so that's why we're, like, looking. But, yeah. Um, so, no, I think I, I have faith in humanity that um, that will prevail. I think there's a lot of awareness for mental health going on right now. Um, I think that when it's, you know, time, people people do show up, you know, people grow. Right, yeah. So you don't think like, I don't know, like a, a situation could happen where like technology could potentially grow to the point where you know I just be thinking about all these different like <laughs> scenarios of like how the world like how is the world gonna end and I think yeah. about like maybe technology is gonna overtake us or right. uh, something to that extent yeah um, like I don't know well let me just ask you how do you think the world ends it's gonna end one day so what do you how do you think the world ends what do you think is the most realistic Thing. Honestly, I really don't know. Because then there's like other stuff, aliens, stuff right. like that. You know, I don't, I don't know, um, aliens, uh, zombies. Um, I, I personally think technology is going to be yeah. the thing that sort of takes over the world. I've seen too many movies with <laughs> just like computers taking over the world because we're advancing and technology robots. so right. much to the point where right. you know. That's a really good question. I I don't think any of that would really happen. I think that at some point, even if it did get out of hand, I think someone or something would step in. Um, I don't really think it would get to that point. 
um, as far as how I think the world would end. Um, I think that's a really long time from now. Um, but I think it would just, if the world were to end, I think it would be natural. I think it would be a natural disaster or something that just happens like evolution over time. Um, I don't think it would be intentional as far as like technology or um, zombies or whatever the case may be. I don't think that would necessarily happen. I just think that eventually over time, the natural order of things, I think they would just occur. Do you remember in 2012 when everybody said the world was going (laughs) to end? That was literally uh, my graduating year in high school Mm -hmm. and like it was such a thing like everybody thought the world was going to end and like I'm just like damn like we're not going to graduate like it's going to like the we're going to graduate the world was going to end like I felt like damn I was never going to see the other side of like being right. an adult and stuff like that but I feel like it never happens all those situations mm-hmm. where they said the world's going to end here like yeah. in the year 2000 the world was going to end yeah I feel like stuff just never happens yeah. so I don't know I, I think we'll be here for a long time yeah. I agree but I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's not going to be in our lifetime for sure. Yeah, for sure. So uh, you did touch on photography. So uh, you take pictures. Yes, How'd I do. How would you get into that? <laughs> um, I've always liked taking pictures. I've always enjoyed it. Um, and so when I graduated, I asked for a camera because I have a friend. His name is Kevin. Um, and he's a photographer. Shout out to Kevin. Yes, yeah, shout out to Kevin. Um, dropout media (laughs) Um, and when I started following him on Instagram and seeing just his pictures I was like wow it's just like I I have an eye too I feel like I really have an eye and I would I want to do that Um, so when I graduated I asked for a camera just because that passion was just building because whenever I go out with my friends obviously we girls we take pictures and I'm just like I'm really damn good, you know. <laughs> I was like, I, this should be a thing. Like so maybe you're the I designate, should. You was the. You're always the designated photographer. Like you're always the. Well, you you have the best eye. You believe you always had the best eye, or you just had a good eye. Yes, okay. I would say I have a good eye. I think the three of us, um, two of my other girls, we're pretty much really good photography. We we take really good pictures. Right. Um, but I guess for me, I just wanted. I've always wanted to take it to the next level. Is the is the girl friend group in shambles if there's not a decent photographer in the group? No. Can you get can you guys survive without a decent photographer? As far as like, you know, if if you if you're looking to take pictures and yeah. just have a bunch of pictures, um, is that like, damn, nobody can take good pictures, like is that like a a negative thing? Or what do you do in that scenario if you feel like if you feel like you're with what do, what would you do in this scenario you feel like you're with somebody and you want yeah. to take pictures but you feel like like they take I want trash someone pictures. to take pictures of me yes it's just you and one other person okay and you try to get them to take pictures but you just realize that they don't take good pictures do you still just let them take the pictures and hopefully you get a good one or do you mm. try to like find a stranger like hey can you take this picture you know what I would do something else. I would guide them on how to take the picture. So I would tell them how to position it. I'd tell them how to angle the camera. Mm. I'd be like, hey, you know, I would probably vocalize step by step 
like how do you fit the frame where should i be positioned what am i looking for so i think i would verbally guide them that's important because people that don't know how to take pictures don't know what they're looking yeah. for so you, that's really the yeah. main issue because you can't just set somebody up who doesn't know how to take pictures mm -hmm. and they don't know what they're looking at so right. they're just snapping and you're just like these and you are look all at trash. the pictures like why am i up here and why is there so much background like yeah my head is cut <laughs> off like, you know yeah so. Yeah, for sure. So I think I would guide them. But yeah, so you're, um, so you and your girls taking pictures. Everybody's yes. decent. Yes. And then you got a camera. You asked for a camera. And then what happened after that? So what did I do? Um, so back to Kevin, um, when I had actually posted um, that I got a camera, uh, he had offered. He was like, hey, if you ever need pointers or if you want to ever sit down or something like that, um, I'd be happy to. And I'm like, yes, please. You know, yes, I would absolutely right. love that. I started watching videos and then I hung out with him and he was very, very helpful. He let me shoot him. I'm actually going to shoot him again on Monday, um, but he let me shoot him and um, really just guided me on like what to look for, how to edit pictures. Um, so that really helped and then I just randomly started asking my girls or um, just asking people like hey can I can I shoot you like I, I don't want you to give me anything I just want to shoot you um, so I started shooting my friends I started shooting people I took my camera on vacation uh, shot my friends there um, so as I practice I got a lot better right um, and now I really enjoy it and now I have people asking me you know hey do you do photo shoots and I'm like I can if you want me to I right. definitely can um, so I think I want it to be an actual thing because I realize I enjoy taking pictures of people um, when I take pictures of people I see the vision before I take the picture um, and even when I'm editing um, so it's really nice I just I just love it you know it's not even to gain something back um, if I can, okay, cool, you know, like, but I just, I enjoy it. I like capturing genuine moments, candid moments. Uh, if you want to do poses, I can also do that, um, something planned. But I think taking photos of someone is making something come alive, you know. So let me ask you this. Why do you think um, some people are more, I guess, more photogenic than others, mm -hmm. right? So... Why do you think that is? Do you think everybody, you think everybody can be photogenic? Do you think that's just, that's not a real thing? Do you think like everybody mm -hmm. can take good pictures, but you know, maybe just some people don't know how to? Yes, I think everyone can take good pictures. Um, being photogenic, I don't think that's really a real thing. Okay. I would, I thought that for a while, but once I started taking pictures, I'm like, you know what it is it's really just about confidence if you don't have confidence and you're having someone take a picture of you it's most likely gonna come out terrible or you're gonna think it's gonna come out terrible because you don't feel confident so if you feel confident about yourself and you are not tense um, and you're actually enjoying taking the pictures and you feel comfortable with the person that's taking the pictures um, I think they're gonna come out great you know, especially if you communicate, hey, this is my best angle, this is where I think I really like how I look, or no, I like this side, or I like to do these poses. I think it's really just about finding what you're comfortable with and confidence. You have to have confidence. If you don't have confidence taking pictures, you're never gonna be satisfied. 
confidence is something I preach. Like <laughs> confidence, we wouldn't even be here if if you didn't have confidence. Yeah. I didn't have confidence. We wouldn't be here talking right now. Yep. Everybody needs confidence. That's like the key. That's like the main ingredient to mm -hmm. like I feel like life in Anything. general. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like it's impossible to. You're not gonna get anywhere without it. Yep. To some degree, like yeah. even somebody who doesn't seem confident, they have it to a degree. Yeah. Like it's there, definitely. Um, okay, so so you want so you're taking pictures. Um, so what are your favorite type of pictures to take, or what what type mm. of pictures do you like to just have like a, a I guess a just some, taking pictures of people in general? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I haven't really done anything else besides taking pictures of people just because I haven't felt the passion you know some people take like nature photos or they'll take food pictures or like aesthetically pleasing um, like setups but I just have not been able to get into that right. um, I really just enjoy taking pictures of people um, I like portraits taking portraits of people like portrait style photography um, I would say is my best type or style of picture um, however I really want to branch into um, like more like uh, I don't know the term um, I really don't know the term but like aesthetically pleasing portraits of people I don't know how to really describe that I don't want to say like retro mm -hmm. but like you know something along those lines right um of just moving away from just basic pictures but more so like really just ramping it up a little bit right you know doing like just more like just artistic more aesthetically yes. pleasing stuff yes. like that okay yeah yeah i don't know the term for that either but, <laughs> um yeah i got you uh yeah why why do you want to go in that direction why does that um, interest you I guess it's because I'm a creative. Mm -hmm. um, I think it just comes from just obviously being a dreamer. Because you're um, Pisces. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, being a dreamer, just, I don't know how to describe it. It's just, it's so much more than what meets the eye. You know, there is so much more than what meets the eye. And you can literally create anything that you want. You know, it doesn't have to be this basic picture you know um so i think for me i love creating i love um poetry i love writing um so when i'm actually i think it ties for me poetry and photography because of um how much i love explaining emotion or trying to paint a picture so because i like trying to paint a picture or trying to paint certain emotions i like to also do that in my photography you know, whether I'm painting a fierce woman or um, a gentle, you know, daydreaming photo of someone, um, whatever the case may be, but just capturing an emotion or capturing just what's going on with that person in a photo. Right. You know? So, poetry, right? Okay. So, um, do you write poetry today? Yes. Okay. So, when did you start writing poetry? I want to say middle school. Yeah, middle school was when I started just 
just scribbling stuff, just writing stuff. It wasn't, I was just writing stuff and throwing it away. I wasn't, I didn't really see the value in it at that time. I would just write, throw it away, or like, it would just get lost. Um, but then as I started kind of talking about it, I had a friend, um, we're no longer friends anymore, but she actually really pushed me to do something with my poetry. And I'm like, I don't really know if it would really matter. Um, and so I started writing, sending her, sending it to her and she'd like give me her feedback. Um, so then I started doing that a little bit more often and I would send it to like friends and, um, they would get back to me. They're like, wow, like, I think you should really do something with this. And that's when it clicked in my head. And I was like, all right, fine. Like, maybe I will. And I started. Was that the first time you shared your uh, poetry, mm -hmm. like, with somebody else? Yeah. Yeah. Well, other than your friend, because she yeah. obviously knew that you wrote. So. Yeah. Um, well, the first, first time um, was my best friend. Um, Jaylene, we're still best friends. She would write poetry, too. Shout out, Jaylene. Yeah. She would write poetry, too. So we would always exchange you know, poems. Okay. She'd send me what she was writing about. I would send her what I was writing about. And it was just our thing. And this was middle school. Yeah, and this was so, middle school. So where did you, where did these little middle school girls get this, like, like, desire <laughs> to write poems? Like, where does that come from? I think it just comes from uh, communication. I think instead of verbally having a conversation and communicating, that was our way of communicating what was going on with us. Um, Poetry actually for a very long time was my escape of how to communicate because I couldn't have a straight conversation about, hey, this is what I'm feeling. So um, in order to get across um, what was happening with me, I would write it down and I would write it in like a riddle, poem type of thing to like kind of express the magnitude or, you know, not so much of just how I felt. Um, instead of just verbally saying it. Do you feel like it, that takes, do you feel like when you write it down, like if you feel something, mm -hmm. you feel like when you write it down, does it like sort of relieve yeah. some of it from you? Like you don't feel it as yeah. heavy? Yeah, it's kind of like a wow. You know, I was really feeling this and now it's like out on paper and now it's reality. Like now I understand. Right. You know? Okay. So, um, so yeah, because you wrote a book, you wrote a, a poetry book, yeah, and you got it published, yeah, I right. Did. <laughs> so take us take us through that. So you, uh, so you was writing poems in mm -hmm. middle school, exchanging it with your friend, yeah, and then your friend told you, yo, you should like do this and like, yeah. you know, give it to like show it to people, yeah. and stuff like that. So then, how did we get from that to um. a book? So, I didn't really know, I mean, at, at one point in time, I was uh, writing it out and then posting it on social media and that was how I was sharing it. But then I was like, I really want to do something else with it. It wasn't really fulfilling me anymore, just writing it and posting it. Um, so, I don't know who suggested it. I don't think it really came from me. I want to say it came from one of my friends and they're like, why don't you make it into a book? And so that, it took me about a year to figure out and really gain momentum of what I actually wanted to do with it. Um, so then I started researching like, what's the best way to like publish a book? 
I found out you can publish through Amazon for free. So I got, so I spent more time on it and I was spending more time just praying about it and spending more time about what I wanted my cover to look like. Um, I wish I had the book now so I could show you it. Right. Um, well, well, I'll put it, you can send, <laughs> send it to me yeah. later and I'll just put it right there on the screen so you'll um, see it. It's called Shattered Minds. Okay. And um, I got the title from realizing that every poem in the book was a piece of me, uh, a piece that was just coming from my head, you know. Um, so it's like coming out of, I don't know how to describe it, but like the poetry, the, the cover of the book is literally me. It doesn't look exactly like me, but it's me um, basically like just concentrating and then just having all like the words just you know coming out of me right. um, which hence shattered mind because um, it's a piece um, it took me a really long time to fully finish my manuscript um, I definitely struggled with believing that it would become something which was why like the relationships I feel like relationships around you is very important so if you don't have a great support system Definitely check who is around you because um, very important. All my friends, once I started doubting myself, really uplifted me, really encouraged me because I couldn't do it alone. You know, I definitely could not do it alone. Shout out to the support sisters. <laughs> um, so relationships is so key. Um, so I was transparent with them. I was vulnerable with them. And I'm like, hey, like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if it really matters. Um, and they really like leveled up. They really were there for me. They encouraged me. Um, I think it was my best friend uh, or another friend of mine that was like, hey, when you publish this book, I want to throw you a book launch. And I'm like, a what? No. Uh, that was like far from my mind. A book launch. Yeah. So like uh, a launch, like a party. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. Yeah. And so we did also have that too. Um, so I think hearing that also like, shifted it into like okay i gotta i gotta do this um this is real um because my friends actually like care and they want this to really come to life um so i was like all right you know i was spending more time i think this was during covid actually right. yeah i think this was during covid so i was always home and during the nighttime, i would create this type of atmosphere in my room where I would like have wine, I'd play like music, and I would just write. I would write whatever, you know, inspiration that came to me from the music or just tapping into how I was feeling. Um, and I would just write. And eventually I finished it. So how is the book like format? Is like every page like a different poem or is it, does it like all blend in together? So there's two sides of the book. It's Kingdom of Darkness and Kingdom of Love. So the kingdom of darkness is just poetry that like where I was just dark and lost and trying to figure myself out. And then kingdom of love um, is about just when I started spending time with God, when I started growing my relationship with God and realizing um, how loved I am, um, learning about my purpose, waking up, growing up. Um, yeah. Is that the, so the, kingdom of darkness that's mm -hmm. the first half yeah or is that okay that's the first half right okay what well, what made you want to go with that as the first half as opposed to 
Um, because that's where I started out. So I wanted it to be like a transition of just um, what life, where you start out if you're in not such a good place, but where you can end up. Right. You know. Mm, okay, that's actually pretty uh, interesting. I, <laughs> you know, I didn't know. Obviously, I seen like when you uh, initially like posted it, yeah. posted about it, and everything. Right. I seen it initially, but I didn't like really like pay attention to it or look into it. But now hearing you explain it, that's actually a pretty interesting concept. I like that concept, like Thank the you. dark, the light. Um, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, check out that book man like go i want to check it out honestly i want to read a couple so. i would I'll, I'll bring you a copy yeah I, w- yeah I would like I'll give that you a actually. copy i have some copies at home yeah i'm not a big reader but um but i'll definitely read it <laughs> i'll definitely read it um and yeah. i love feedback so if you get the book i love criticism i love feedback i like to hear what you know stuck out to you how did you read this poem Um, which is what I do as well so like I don't really like to explain why I write something because we all can gain something different you know from a message or from a poem so so is it available like right now yeah it's on Amazon okay it's on on Amazon okay so yeah so people need to go get that (laughs) go check that out Amazon I'll put the link and everything at the bottom so you know people can check that out so yeah so okay so the book now transition to now so where are you at uh today as far as you are you just writing is there like another book coming out like what where are you going with that Um, now i do have another book coming out i am working on another book i initially wanted it to come out in august but you know life happens i was graduating i started this photography page um you know just my line of whatever business skincare that I'm doing so I realized you know it wasn't really realistic but it will probably come out before the end of this year Um, if not by the end of this year um, beginning of next year Um, so uh, it's actually I'm not gonna share the title yet because I don't know if I'm gonna change it but it's gonna be like a, a part two Okay. The first one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's very. That's very cool. I like that. That's cool. Um. Yeah, and I think that's something. So that was basic. That was basically your uh, form of like, I guess, escapism, as far as like just get getting away from actual life and stuff like that. so, I mean, we already know, I guess we already know all the things that you do today that really get you away from the real world yeah. and stuff like that as far as poetry and uh, photography. Yeah. And do you have anything else that you do just as a hobby that, you know, you don't really publicize? Um, as a hobby. Like, I wouldn't, for me, I wouldn't call this a hobby. Like, I don't publicize this. I wouldn't call yeah. this a hobby, but it's just I spend so much time doing it, I feel like I have to. But yeah. I literally spend hours on YouTube just watching, <laughs> just going from video to video and just going deeper down any random, worm, yeah. like, YouTube wormhole that I'm in yeah. that night. So Okay. 
It just, um, I give so much time to it, I would feel like, I yeah. guess it's a hobby, right? Okay. So, yeah, do um, you have anything like... I guess I wouldn't call this a hobby, but I would just call it a way of life that I don't... I mean, I wouldn't say I publicize it, but obviously if you're around me, you kind of just know this about me. Um, so, I, just to real quick, um, I became a Christian about five years ago. So during my free time, I'll listen to messages. Right now, my favorite speaker is Maddie Montgomery. Um, I love worship music. That's something that I do during my downtime. As far as like meditation and creating awareness, like that's what I like to do. As far as like just sitting in awareness, like this is probably the, a type of place that I would come, I would meditate, I would sit, I would sit in God's presence and I would just, you know, that is how I get full. So that's, yeah, I guess that's not something that I publicize. Um, but like, I'll go to a park, I'll go sit down, I'll disconnect and I'll like, you know, either it's listening to music or just listening to, you know, the water. Um, that's something that I do do often. Um, I'm also a youth leader. So I guess uh, it's not really a hobby, but you know, I love the kids. Um, I love connecting. Um, me and my boyfriend actually where we do it together um so yeah i mean i guess it's more so i go on youtube i listen to messages um curry blake is one of the other speakers that i love as well he has little bits and clips too just about like how to love people i think that's what i spend a lot of time on as far as like with myself but also how can i love people better you know, um, I read a lot of books. Well, not a lot of books. I have a lot of books that I've started that I really need to finish. Right. Um, Don't I love, we all. Yeah, I love novels, but I also love just, you know, spiritually, you know, enlightening books. Um, you said, you said um, um, how to love people. You yeah. focus on how to, how to love people better. Yeah. Uh, what, what's something that you've discovered in your journey of, trying to figure out how to love people better that's a good question um i realized what it looks like for me on how to love people it really starts from realizing who god is so if you can know his heart um, and when i say god i mean jesus so if you can know jesus's heart and how he loved people it just becomes so much easier um, because the way that he loved people is so very eye-opening, especially if you spend time with it. Um, there's this book called Live Like Jesus by Putty Putman, and that book was transformative for me um, because he really breaks down what Jesus did, how he loves people, how he was able to, you know, see past and not like in such a condescending way, but in just a, I love you, you know, and... No matter what you're going through, I'm going to love you. And I was like, wow, like, I want to be like that. And that is the role model for me, like, is having his heart. When you get to know his heart and the intention is to adopt his heart, it becomes so much easier to love people, to see, you know what, I'm not going to take this personal because I see you're in pain, so what can I do to be there for you? Or how can we do life together so that this is not such a burden for you? Um, so that was the game changer for me. You know, that's the role model for me um, as far as like 
loving others, loving strangers, loving my friends, loving my family. Um, I don't have the best family situation. And instead of being angry, um, like adopting forgiveness and realizing that it's not for you. It's not for my family, but it's for me so that I can change how I love, you know. Um, and then things just start shifting, right. you know. All right. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, um, that's a good way to, to look at things. Yeah. Good way to identify things for yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was actually going to ask you, too. Um, okay, I actually forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say, so I guess we'll just come back to it. But, um, yeah, but uh, that's good, though. That's good. Um, so do you find that you're, uh, I don't know, I guess more, are you happier today than you was yesterday? That is a good question. Um, I would say, yeah. Um, I wouldn't necessarily use the word happy because I feel like happy, happiness is Oh my, oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't like bugs. <laughs> um, I don't do bugs. Um, if, if we just, if there's just a random cut, you know what happens. Okay. I probably screamed. Um, I think happiness is a moment. You know, I feel happy when I'm eating. I feel happy when I'm having this conversation with you because we're talking about something on a deeper than surface level. Um, I feel happy when I see a little kid smiling. So I think happiness is really just... That, is, that doesn't make me happy. That doesn't make me... <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing you know, but, you know. Um, I think happiness is different for everyone. Obviously, different things make you happy. Um, I get happy when I eat ice cream. I love ice cream. Um, so I think happiness are just moments where you're engaging in something that you really like to do. Um, so happiness as far as am I just as happy as yesterday? I think it really just depends on what you're doing with your time. Um, so I would say yes, because I'm happy to be here. You know, I'm happy to reconnect with you. Um, I had a really good morning. So I do, I feel the emotion of happiness. Do you believe in breakfast? Do I believe in breakfast? Yeah, some people don't believe in breakfast. Like to have breakfast? Yes, like you that the the concept that you need to eat something every morning. Do you believe in that concept? You don't have to. I think it depends on your body. I eat something light. I don't I don't like to eat a heavy breakfast. Well, no, it doesn't have to be heavy. Just uh yeah, just I guess I think, something to power you. Right, up. exactly. Like yeah. I, I believe you need nutrition yeah. every morning, like Absolutely. on the wake up. There's a lot of people that don't, you know, don't yeah. go by that. There was a time period where I didn't eat breakfast, like you know, every morning and stuff like that. I feel like you just operate better throughout the course of the day. Oh, wow. If you just, you know, mainly fruit can be like the best type of thing I think. Yeah. To eat in the morning, just something yeah. with you know nutritional value. I agree. Yeah. I like to have fruits. Um, I actually really like to have tea first. Um, whether it's a tea or a smoothie, um, that's one of the smoothies. Great. One of the first things that I do in the morning. What would you do if 
this is a question I haven't asked anybody yet. I've been waiting, but I feel like you're a good person oh, to no. ask this question. Okay, what would you ahead. do if you won a million dollars right now? What not right now, not, not right now, because you'll, you'll probably like do a backflip or something. I don't know. Like you'll jump in the water or something. I don't know. But like, no. I would sit here shocked. What, what would you do if you like got home or whatever after this and yeah. you won a million dollars? I would invest it. I think I would play it the smart way. Um, I would invest it and then I would find something that fulfills me whether it's an organization or uh needy for like needy people for people that need it more than me and i would invest in that um yeah i would invest in myself and i would invest in other people with the money you know why i ask you that specifically because i feel like like if anybody else would have gave me that answer <laughs> i might not have believed it but i don't know i get you give me more of a genuine vibe that you would actually yeah <laughs> like you know do that um yeah i feel like most people would probably just i don't even yeah. know trick it off somehow yeah. just i don't really i mean material things are great don't get me wrong um but i think for the long run to maximize i'm in a place where i'm trying to maximize everything that i have um i'm not I'm not in that place where I need something shiny or I need the biggest house or whatever the case. Like, I, whatever I have, I want to maximize it. Um, so if I did have that money, I would maximize it. I would invest it in um, whether it's a Roth IRA or I would invest it in real estate. And then I don't technically need all that money for myself, so why not help people? You know, that's always been a desire of mine. So I would, I don't know what it would be right now. Uh, you don't like bugs either, you see? <laughs> um, I would, you know, find, like I said, an organization or a movement and I'd invest in it, for okay. sure. So what would be, um, I guess, what would be like the one, what, what's something that like, cause you said like material things, not really that mm -hmm. like, don't really move you like that but I feel as though we all have something that like we oh, really yeah. just like like to have whether yeah. it be I don't know clothes some people like sneakers some people like cars some people like I don't know collector type of things mm -hmm. like what what's something that I don't know if you had the ability to really go out go all out on what yeah. would you like like have I don't know if it would be two things, but it would be two different concepts. Um, I really want, not a big home, but I want to create a safe space for myself, a creative space for myself. So whether that be in a home, um, I don't know about you girls, but I love to have a really nice bathroom, a nice kitchen, a nice like space in the backyard where you can host just because I love hosting. Like I love doing things with other people or for other people and having that space is very important to me. And if it's not that, I would maximize my businesses. Um, I would go all out. I would go all out, buy whatever I need for my photography, mm. every backdrop or create a space in my house, in my basement um, for people to come and shoot. Um, I would do that and just I guess start more lines of products, create everything myself, just because I know I can. Um, I think I would just experiment and learn. I would use that money to, to learn more. Right. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, definitely max like just max out all of your like business expenses and stuff. Yeah. Camera equipment, just have top of the line stuff so yeah. you can just really get the most out of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, but your business though, you do have an uh, essential oil business. Yes. Correct. It's, it's not technically essential oil. It's like skincare. Okay. So um, yeah, talk about it. So it's called Unlocked Essence. Okay. Because um, unlocking you know just that self-care um so i have like oils hair oils skin like face oils um i do soaps i do beard oils um i wanna what got you what got you i'm sorry to cut you off what, <laughs> what got you what got you started doing that um i had really bad skin in high school like literally i went probably through all the department brands trying to figure out how to help my acne um, I went to the dermatologist and she gave me pills and I'm like, well, I can't take these pills forever. So what the hell am I supposed to do? Um, so then I found this lovely thing that all the ladies I know you love, TJ Maxx, Marshalls. Um, I started going there and buying oils, like natural oils, and it was really helping my skin. Um, then I uh, got to know, I don't know if you're familiar with just like more like body oils, yoni oils. And cause like ladies, you know, when you get waxed, you have to, you know, make sure you take care of your skin. So then I realized I took a little closer look to like what is actually in these ingredients. I started watching YouTube videos and I'm like, I can do this myself. Why am I paying somebody else when I can, I can make do this stuff? Yeah, when I can make this stuff and maximize what I have. Um, and literally most of the stuff you'll probably have at home anyways um, or you can go to the grocery store um, so I was like all right well I'm kind of sick of wasting my money um, I think it was like during COVID too um, and I was like well I really need to cut back let me experiment since I have all this time so I started experimenting um, I know my my skin is I wouldn't say sensitive, but it's also, it is sensitive. It's like in the middle. Um, so I was like, all right, well, how can I, how can I help myself? Like, so I started experimenting on my face, my skin, um, until I found, you know, the right products. And I had my friends be guinea pigs. So I gave them products. I was like, hey, test this out. Give me your feedback. Um, and it kind of just went from there. And they also encouraged me too. They're like, well, can you make stuff for me? And I'm like, yeah, I, I can. So if I can make stuff for you, I can make stuff for everybody else. Right. Um, so does, that's history. Does it, um, <laughs> um, so uh, do, do your products, I want to say, do your products, uh, are they, were, did you make them for your type of skin? Because you said you have sensitive mm -hmm. skin. So, um, did you make them with that in mind or yeah. do they can are they universal for everyone yeah um i want to say they sensitive since i kept myself in mind and i was testing on my skin as well as um uh, my two other girlfriends um i want to say it is universal but we all react differently so i mean if i'm selling my products i would still obviously tell customers hey like not one product is for everybody it's just not possible um 
you know, but for the most part, yeah. You know, for the most part, my products are very minimalistic. They don't have a lot of ingredients in it, so it shouldn't really harm you. Right. So, you know, it's really just about trial and error. Trying it, seeing if it works for you. If it's not for you, you know, it is what it is. And have you had, like, uh, how has it been going as far as just, have you had a lot of people um, really buying the products? Or has it been, has it, well, let me put it like this, not a lot or a little. Has have you been uh, happy with the amount of traction that yeah. your products have been getting? Um, well, the past couple of months or even a year, I honestly haven't been focusing on it as much as I should. Right. Um, when I was first doing it um, and I had that momentum, uh, yeah, I mean, I had Etsy orders. I had a couple of Etsy orders. I had people around me say, hey, like, I want to try this out. Like, where can I get it? Like, can you make me one? Um, so I did have um, I did have a few people, uh, more than a handful of people come to me and, like, buy from me. But since then, I've been kind of trying to figure out how to make my own website. So I've kind of technically, I guess, shut down for a little bit just to create like a different face to it, give it a different face, um, work on a different logo. Um, so I haven't been promoting it as much right now. Right. I mean, my Instagram is still open, but I just haven't been like, you know, putting traction out there, like putting right. stuff out there. It's been there. under construction a little yeah. bit, just trying to rework it around. Yeah. So, oh yeah, I mean, that's, that's fine. You know, you gotta just make sure, yeah. you know, you want it to, be presented the right way yeah, and stuff exactly. like that. So. Yeah. But um so yeah, how do you still use your product like today? Yeah. yeah? <laughs> Is that all you you just use your products basically? from the most part, yes. I mean obviously unless it's like it's hot, so like if it's sunscreen or like other stuff, um I don't make those. Okay. But for the most part, yeah. Body oils, yoni oils, face oils, soap. Um, I use my own. Yeah. Okay. And wh what's it called again? Unlocked Essence. Unlocked Essence. Unlocked Essence. <laughs> That's going. I mean, I'm going to put everything at the bottom. Yeah. So, if you want to find it, you'll find it. Just yeah. go to the bottom. Um, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah. That's cool. You have a lot of. I noticed you have a lot of things that you've really created for yourself, yeah. and uh, you're definitely a creative person or you know once a you know you just enjoy yeah. creating right um so was you always like that do you feel like as a i guess as a small child as a little girl mm -hmm. did you um was you creating things to that degree to be honest with you i don't remember but for what i can remember no i was always very shy Okay. I was, yeah, I was always very shy. If I would go out, I'd always be behind my mom. Um, yeah, no. Are you an introverted person or an extroverted person? I would say I can be both. Um, I think if, it, if this was maybe like five to six years ago, I was more introverted, but I've come to realize that if you don't wanna be an introvert, you really don't have to be. I think it's a choice. I think um, things that we think are characteristics, like you can change them. So I think that has changed based on 
like my will and my desire to be to overcome fear. I think introvertness comes from the lack of awareness or the lack of, you know, going into, you know, uncomfortable situations, you know, and realizing that like you're choosing to be this person, but you technically don't have to be this person. So yes, I have introvert moments where I consciously will be like, no, I really don't want to deal with that right now. I don't want to be around people. But then there's days where I'm like, no, I need connection right now. Like, I want to go do something. You know, right. I want to go talk. I want to go have conversations. So I think it's just a matter of choosing. You know. Um, what's your ideal, uh, I guess, date? Um, for first, and actually, no, don't answer that question. That's stupid. Don't, <laughs> ask, don't answer that question. I, you know, I, I'm mad that I almost asked that because I made it like a point to myself when mm -hmm. I started this podcast that I didn't want to really talk about any relationship type of stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's oversaturated. Too many people talk mm -hmm. about relationships, yeah. and everybody thinks they're an expert. Listen, yeah. I don't. I'm not. I'm not an expert in any relationships. Right. I know my relationship. Right. And that's about it. So, right. and that's how you know. it should be. I mean, not every relationship is different. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like you know, I would I would never act like I know what I'm talking about as far as relationships. Yep. Like I don't even want anybody to ask me for advice on relationships because yep. like your situation is not my situation, exactly. so I don't know. Like you know. Yeah. But um, I guess uh, I got a better question. What type of um people? Or what type of uh, energies or people that uh, would you you don't want around you? Mm. What type of things what, don't align with you per se? Um. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Try to keep it cool. Try to keep it cool. Um, it's funny because I also was spending a lot of time with this recently. And I realized I don't want to settle for mediocrity. Uh, and what I mean about that is um, people who are not willing to grow. You know, people who only on paper or on social media will say, I'm this person, I want to be this person, um, you know, or preach something but then don't follow through. And then you see their life and you're like, that doesn't make sense because you're saying this but you're really doing this right so like, hypocrite yes you know I don't <laughs> I don't have time for that um, I am in a place where I want to learn I want to grow um, yes things happen you know you take steps back you know you get pulled back but what I'm looking for is humility I'm looking for vulnerability um, being honest so you want to be this person, but you're not ready, say it. I want to be this person, but I realize I'm not ready. So creating that awareness that, okay, like, what can I actually do? What is realistic? Um, I want to be around those people um, that are just brutally honest of just about where they are, you know, creating that awareness in their body, slowing down. Um, I don't want to be around people that are just constantly busy all the time doing something and then there's a lack of awareness of what's really going on with them you know and having holes in their character um, you know it yeah 
so um, <laughs> so what I'll ask you this you don't have to be specific because mm -hmm. you know we don't have to be like a messy sort of thing going on here but like what do you uh um what was the last the last person that you felt like you had to remove from your life mm -hmm. or from your just somebody who wasn't vibing with you you just had to like distance yourself from them uh you don't have to be specific but why what was the reason why you distanced yourself from somebody that's a good question um i don't think i've actually intentionally have distanced myself from someone i think it just happened right based on i feel like it happens a lot like yeah. it happens a lot without us really realizing really, yeah. it but like somebody might do something and you just sort of yeah subconsciously and you like, realize it just happened one day and you're right. like oh wait why isn't our relationship like this anymore um yeah i do actually have a friend um we were super close and life happened um and instead of you know coming together when life was happening it was more so i'm trying to deal with this myself well the friend was like i'm i want to deal with this myself rather than inviting me into her life and being there and i think once that started happening for a consistent period of time we just disconnected and i was like okay well you know um you know that's when it really things come down and you're just like oh i guess you came into my life for a season and that's okay like no hate to you because this friend showed me a lot i learned a lot i growed a lot so it did hurt so don't get me wrong like once i realized what happened i was like oh snap like i'm actually really hurt about it and if i do think about it now like i do still get sad um because you know when you build a bond with someone it, it sucks um but you just have to realize like it's it's not personal it's not you you know you're still growing and you have to figure out like i'm gonna take these good parts of you know the relationship and i'm just gonna keep pushing forward right you know yeah and i think there's a lot of situations where it's like um people are only somebody's only in your life for that for a reason like yeah. you know it's not necessarily like everybody you can't take like this is my thing people uh have a bunch of friends right say you have like five friends and like you try to do everything with those five friends like you go to the movies with yeah. them you go to the club with them you go xyz whatever mm -hmm. a cookout whatever and like everybody doesn't mesh in the same environment so i feel yeah. like you know for just anybody listening to this like i feel like people need to um learn how to differentiate like their friend groups like you can have these group of friends or these set of friends and yeah. they're good for like going to a party or something right. like that like that's what they're good for but they're not going to really be good in a different in a different setting right and vice versa right so i feel like there's a lot of people that's only in your life for that right. moment in time absolutely i think um you have to be aware that comes from really just being aware wow that's so loud um just being aware of the police what... coming it's the cops uh oh <laughs> no it's a uh, ambulance um, just being aware of what you need you know the type of people you need around so it really just stems from awareness of where you are what season you are in um 
and realizing what you need and what you don't need and being vocal about it. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people get mad at mm -hmm. certain friends because like, you know, say you have a friend again that you you want to go out, but they don't really like going out and you're just right. mad they never want to go out. But then you just have to realize that's they're not this is not going to be our friendship. Our friendship's not going to be us going out. Right. Whatever we friend. do. I'm that friend. Yeah. <laughs> you're that friend <laughs> for, like, for other people. Yeah, I am. I love I like going out, but I'm not a night person like I wake up really early to go to the gym, right. so I like to be in bed 9.30. Yeah. By that time, I'm tired. If you try and go out at like 11, 12, I am in bed. I'm not calling me. It's crazy because like, yeah, definitely more so, I'm not really a nightlife person either, mm -hmm. like, but I would say definitely since I've had a child that like, yeah. I don't really go out at all at yeah. night. But um, I'm definitely more of a night person than a morning person in the sense that I'll be up late. Oh, no. I like to be up late, but I don't like to wake up early, so yeah. that's my thing. But So you like to get up early? Yeah, I wake up like 4 a.m., get to the gym by 5 a.m. I feel great afterwards. It's hard, don't get me wrong. It's definitely hard to wake up, but what gets me up is knowing that I'm going to feel great afterwards. You know, it's that drive home when the sun is coming up. Um, from you're leaving the gym and you're just like, wow, like I freaking feel great right now. And you have the whole day in and front of you. And you have the whole day. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's great. Um, yeah, maybe one day I'll start waking up that early to do stuff Try like it. that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm just not really a morning person. It's really bad. Yeah. Well, I'm more of a morning person now, again, since I've had a child because like, you know, when they wake up, yeah. it's like you have to be on their schedule. It's like, you it's, know, like it's, it's not like, about you anymore, Dad. It's about me. Yeah, exactly. When they wake up, it's time to wake up. When they go yeah. to sleep, you should probably get some sleep because yeah. you need to sleep when you sleep, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, so to close it out, what, uh, what do you want to leave people with that, you know, mm. you've learned recently? Or that you've, I don't know a concept that you've been thinking about recently actually i had posted this just the other day um i'd like to leave everyone with this um slow down no matter what you have going on in life no matter how busy your schedule is if you really want to know how you're doing slow down take pockets of time to reassess to ask yourself what's going on not just here but in your heart and in your body what's your body feeling are you exhausted are you drained um, I don't think a lot of people stop and ask themselves what they need um, everyone is constantly outputting instead of asking what do I need to input you know it's not I wouldn't say it's necessarily working out is great but it's not working out that is going to solve your problems you know, it's really just creating that awareness. So if you want to see growth, you want to see sustainable change, um, you want to become, you know, this woman or this man that you've always dreamt to be, you got to slow down. You got to slow down and see if you're actually doing those things. If you're actually loving your relationships the right way. Um, if you're loving yourself the right way. Um, and it really just comes from awareness. If you have no awareness, you're never really going to create sustainable change or growth. Um, and if a year or two from now you didn't slow down and you 
finally stop and you're gonna most of the time you're gonna see that wow like i've been in this same place for two years you know a person can grow a lot a lot in a month three months six months if you're really putting in the work if you're having really great habits you're having that awareness you're having honest conversations um, and you're just being honest with yourself you'll see a lot of growth but if you're not doing that you're gonna stay in the same cycle so I would just leave everyone with create awareness you know figure out what that looks for you and do it you know and slow down create awareness <laughs> that's a great um, gem to drop um, Kona you create poetry um, oils scrubs um what else soaps soaps photography photography um books oh yeah uh a whole a whole lot of things um just uh spirit um soon you'll be creating um sessions to yes. talk to clients I'll let you know where I'm at, <laughs> where you can find me to book an appointment. Definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely. But uh, yeah, it was great talking to you. I appreciated it again. Thank you for yeah. uh, gracing me with your presence here today. This was a great conversation. Thank you um, for having me. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, go check her out. Go, <laughs> you know, check out all the things and uh, hidden gems. We're out of here. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.